Hello and welcome to the RadioTimes.com Doctor Who podcast. My name's Hugh Fullerton. My name's Morgan Jeffrey. And this week we're talking about the terrorizing tin pots of tin pots of terror. Tin pots. I almost was going to say the uh, tin pots of terror, and I was like, no, I'll save a terrifying tin pots to make them even scarier. Then I realized you tripped that yourself up. I tripped myself up, and also lost the ability to use terror. We're talking about the Daleks, essentially. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah, the Doctor's greatest foe, and there's going to be a lot of Dalek stuff coming up soon. We're specifically talking about some new announcements that were made recently about the Daleks uh, series. I was going to say TV series, but it's an online series, the Daleks web series that's coming to the BBC Doctor Who YouTube channel. Uh, so we've talked about this on the podcast before when it was first announced and some images were there, but they've now uh, released some more footage and some more details about the story. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess first to kick off, we should say that the big sort of thing that came out of New York Comic Con, the Daleks, was that the big enemies, I suppose you could say, um, mm. are going to be the Mechanoids. Now, Morgan, who are the Mechanoids, and how my Mechanoids? The Mechanoids, Hugh. Um, they are a, a Doctor Who foe that originally appeared in in the 1960s, and they've been pretty popular in in spin-off fiction, um, you know, in books and audio plays and in comic strips. But they made their one and only TV appearance uh, so far, you know, but barring a, a surprise uh, comeback in, uh, in Revolution of the Daleks. Uh, yeah, they made their one and only TV appearance in 1965 in uh, the classic TV story, The Chase, um, where the first Doctor and his companions arrive on the planet uh, Mechanus, where the mechanoids battle the Daleks. Now, there is some disagreement about how you spell uh, mechanoid, whether it's mechanoid or mechanoid with an, uh, an O or an A. Uh, it's been spelt several different ways over the years. And confusing the matter further is that the mechanoids were originally meant to be called uh, the Mechons or the, or the Mekons, but they had to, to, to change that name because it's too similar to the name of Dan Dare's arch enemy, the Mekon. Um, but I, I guess they just didn't entirely uh, rewrite all the references in the script because at one point in the chase, the Daleks do refer to the mechanoids as, as Mechons. Uh, thus further, further muddying the waters. Um, but they, they have a great design, uh, the mechanoids. They're sort of, they sort of look like evil mechanical Christmas tree baubles. I think that's <laughs> the best way of, of describing them. But uh, it's, a, it's a rather impractical design uh, in actuality when you're filming on a set because of their size. But that makes them a perfect monster for uh, comic strips and now for animation. And they've, uh, they've been remodeled, we're told, for the 21st century for for Daleks, this new animated web series. And uh, although they're traditionally portrayed as a, as a foe of the Daleks, one of their greatest nemeses, uh, they're gonna be seen here actually forming an uneasy alliance uh, with the Daleks to go up against an even greater threat. I mean, the funny you should say the thing about the uh, Christmas tree baubles, because I thought they looked rather like um, perfume bottles, you know, the sort of round ones you get with the little, <laughs> yeah. with the little head top. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, so definitely, you know, if they wanna cash in this Christmas, get some, mechanoid or mechanoid uh merch out there some oh some mer merchanoids yeah that kind of works <laughs> um get that going and people will love it um i was also going to say one of the things that people say about the mechanoids isn't it that they're one of the few races in the universe that kind of can take on the daleks kind of mm. well if not toe to toe then sort of bumper to bumper um <laughs> and i mean there's some origin for that isn't it they sort of in i think that's from the chase isn't it yeah, yeah, they they they're very much you know we see them take on the Daleks in the um the final episodes of of the chase and yeah no they go they go bumper to bumper and they they give the Daleks you know a pretty good thrashing but it's also interesting um that in you know, when when they're first introduced in the chase 
they were intended to be uh, a monster to rival the Daleks in the affections of fans. Uh, originally, it was like, oh, the, these, these guys, the mechanoids, they could be the new Daleks. As it turned out, it was their one and only appearance. Didn't really go that way because, as I explained, kind of the, the clunkiness of the, of the design uh, meant they weren't really sort of uh, very practical. But um, they were employed, you know, sort of to great, great success in the uh, TV21 comic strips, um, the, the, the sort of Dalek solo strip uh, that ran in, in TV 21 magazine in the 1960s that sort of chronicled the Daleks war with the mechanoids and very much more established more so I would say even than their appearance in the chase established them as a kind of formidable and recurring foe for the Daleks. I mean were they kind of the poochie of uh, Doctor Who you know they're the sort of hip new thing that comes in and then it's basically yeah. like the mechanoids died on the way back to their home planet. <laughs> <Which we've laughs> yeah. On, on television, so far at least, yeah, pretty much. But they have found uh, great success in other, in other media and now, now in an, anim an animation. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because when the, I think even before this, this mechanoid announcement came out, people were talking about um, Daleks and, you know, the, the, how it sounded from the premise. But also when we saw first look images and we had a uh, first look at the teaser trailer and people were saying, yeah, of course, you know, it takes inspiration from Doctor Who on television, but it really brings to mind those old Dalek comic strips uh, from TV 21 magazine. And now that's, I, you know, I think that's now clearly the inspiration given that they've thrown the old Dalek mechanoid rivalry uh, in the show as well, which is very much something that does, uh, if not originate, then it was very much expanded on in those strips. Definitely. I mean, when I spoke to Nick Brooks about Daleks, he kind of, I think he was giving a bit of a hint in that he said it was very much inspired by the kind mm. of TV 21 strips. Although there are definitely as well in the footage we have seen, it kind of ties together different areas of Doctor Who because you see a glimpse of Scaro, which is very much how it looks in um, The Magician's Apprentice, which is familiar, a uh, mm. double episode from 2015, I think. Um, and obviously, you know, that's an ex a recent depiction of Scaro, a pretty full one where you see all these sort of buildings. So there's no reason they wouldn't do that, but it's kind of nice to see it all kind of tied together. I do also think your point about the um, mechanoids being a good monster for animation is an interesting one um, because yeah obviously it's kind of we've talked before um, on this podcast regular viewers will know about the potential of animation for Doctor Who and you know whether that would have maybe you know helped during things like coronavirus things like that and with a show like this we're maybe seeing other sides of like even ignoring problems of social distancing and things like that there have always been issues with you know certain monsters you know famously K9 was like impossible to deal with um, which yeah. is why K9 vanishes uh and also why he wasn't in the Sarah Jane Adventures very much. Um, and also, you know, we see these things with the mechanoids where they were just a bit too unwieldy. And this is a kind of a fun way of, you know, re-entering them into kind of, obviously they've been in Doctor Who canon, but it feels like Daleks, you know, it's going to be on YouTube. It feels like this is going to be a pretty mainstream entry for them. If not, you know, the proper main series, if this is going to be one of the most public facing things they've had, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, no, definitely. And yeah, no, that's a really good point about sort of, um, the, the limits that animation can help overcome. And it applies to the Daleks as well, yeah. Um, it's the old cliche about Daleks not being able to go upstairs, and of course they can. Um, and actually, you know, on, on t TV and live action on Doctor Who, we have seen some pretty spectacular um, Dalek sequences, you know, in, in recent years. Uh, I always particularly think of like Day of the Doctor, where you saw some absolutely sort of phenomenal um, visual sequences, you know, action sequences with the Daleks. Having said that, and not to suggest that animation is, is cheap necessarily, but you can uh, absolutely do things with the Daleks and now the Mechanoids in animation that you couldn't do in live action. You can have these kind of huge 
um, sweeping space scenes with you know thousands of Daleks um, in a way that's not impossible to do in live action with with CG and, and visual effects, but it's definitely harder to do. So I think that that's hopefully going to give Dalek uh, Daleks a sense of real scope, even if it is um, being delivered to us in in bite-sized ten-minute episodes. It's interesting as well as I've seen some suggestions that part of the reason the mechanoids have been picked as like such a key player in this story is that you know there's there's difficulties in rendering realistic looking people in animation mm. and there's difficulties in you know organic creatures in general um particularly any that we'd be familiar with you know kind of quote-unquote live action so you know a lot of the creatures we've seen for uh, daleks have seemed to be fairly you know robotic um mm. there's you know we know joe soap's playing a robot character um and we see a few other characters who are kind of certainly kind of very vaguely cyborgy or androidy in the footage and I do think that's quite interesting because obviously you kind of want to be, you don't want to lose the immersion, do you? And that's sometimes the, um, the risk with animation is that you can kind of be reminded that you're watching an animation. Um, so I think it's quite a canny move to kind of, because there are so many Doctor Who monsters that are this sort of, I don't want to say faceless, but they have that kind of um, mm. slightly more stylized look in yeah. design. I think it's kind of nice to transfer those ones in particular into this format. Yeah, it's what I would always call you know, the Toy Story problem, which mm. is that um, yeah, Toy Story had these fantastic visuals. And when you're when it's scenes focused on the toys, it look, you know, you go, OK, I totally buy into this. I buy into this world. Um, whereas the humans in Toy Story, I never really bought into because they look like toys. <laughs> yeah. I mean? they, they kind of have the same um, uncanny plastic sheen as the toys do, which works for the toys, but doesn't work for the humans. So, yeah, I, th I think yeah, I agree. It's harder to portray kind of convincing um, human characters in, in animation, particularly if you have any kind of limits around the animation. So it makes makes sense for there to be more of a focus on her robotic and android characters, Daleks and Mechanoids. I mean, we know that um, Anjali Mahindra now, her role has been confirmed as Queen of the Mechanoids. So we know that she's playing a kind of an, an android role, which of course follows on from her role as Queen Skithra um, in, in Doctor Who. And she played, of course, Rani in the Sarah Jane Adventures. And Rani actually means Queen. So... That's, I didn't yeah, know that. Is that Jokinette's little, e little Easter egg? I don't know, but there's something very regal, clearly, about Anjali Mahindra. She always plays a queen, one way or another. Yeah, I mean, she's Doctor Who royalty already. Uh, <laughs> we didn't already know. That's great. That's a really good little Doctor Who fact. We should get a sound effect for Doctor Who facts on the podcast. Be like, ding! But we won't, um, because we can't afford it. Yeah, so that's really interesting. I didn't know that at all. Um, I was going to say, talking of the animation, um, you know, one of the other main things people have uh, chatted about as you would with any new animation thing is, mm. you know, the style and quality of this show. I mean, mm. definitely there's, I think we'd be, wouldn't be remiss in saying there's been a little bit of, if not backlash, then some people have, you know, criticized slightly the style of this show. Um, someone's on, just on YouTube, you know, someone said, it looks a bit like uh, Bamzuki. I don't know if you remember Bamzuki, which was a CBBC show, which was involved, involved computer animation. Uh, whereas, but someone else says, you know, I think this looks great, um, really stylized. And someone else says, um, as long as the storytelling is up to scratch, I don't really care how it looks. I mean, what do you think? How do you think um, the story is translating to screen based on the short clips we've seen so far? Yeah, we, yeah so we've seen some, um, some clips from the first episode. We've seen a teaser trailer and a slightly longer trailer. I actually thought it looked pretty good. I agree. You know, it's definitely like a stylized look that they're going mm. for. But I think, I think they're probably aware, as we've discussed, about the, you know, the limits of the animation. I think, you know, focusing on those 
um, those, those mechanical characters like um, Daleks and, and, and Mechanoids, where they have a very distinct, definitive look. I think that's it's really smart. Um, I think it's really interesting how, um, when I was trying to think of a, a way to describe the kind of visual look, the best thing I could come up with is dark but colourful, which doesn't really sounds like it's kind of like an oxymoron, but it is. You know, it's quite it's quite a stark and 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 dark look that the show has, but also with these kind of glimpses of really bright sort of technicolour as well. Um, and so, which again, I think it's kind of that 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 colour palette is a is a throwback to the TV Twenty One uh, strips. So I you know I actually think it it looks great personally, and also. I think Doctor Who animation off the past has been a bit of a mixed bag. Um, mm. You've had a variety of different approaches from, you know, the you know, recently we've seen things like the um, the reconstructions of the missing episodes. And then back in the day, you had stuff like, as we've talked about before, you had stuff like um, the Infinite Quest and, and Dreamland. And, I, you know, I think those, um, those projects definitely have their sort of their strengths and their weaknesses. I think for the most part, the animation wasn't there necessarily their most impressive uh, element. So I agree with that user saying that I think story is is king. I have quite sort of fond memories of both those stories, even if the animation wasn't necessarily, you know, their their chief selling point. I think it's more important that the story works. But actually, I don't think that the um the the visuals on on Daleks are anything to be um to be ashamed of. I actually think I really like the stylized look. Definitely, yeah. I I, I know what you mean. I've seen some people say it's definitely an homage to the TV Twenty One thing, uh, yeah. and. You know, I think I like that it looks a little different. Like one of the things that's nice about it versus the kind of reconstructions you mentioned and things like the Infinite Quest or Dreamland is that those are very much kind of trying to ape the style of the show and kind of do a version of that in animation. Whereas this is definitely its own thing. Like it's, mm. I think part of the reason that people reacting so strongly is because it looks quite unusual. It looks quite different. Like even the angles that we're seeing, it's kind of a bit yeah. skewed in an interesting way. And I mean, I guess, you know, we're really going to have to see the whole thing because we're only seeing the really big flashy moments at the moment. We'll have to see how the animation style marries to like, kind of, I mean, I guess there's not going to be too many quiet moments because they're all quite short episodes, but you know, how it kind of works as a whole and how you know much we, it I, kind of plays over time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we haven't seen any huge dialogue scenes um, in the clips, possibly because, I don't know, maybe is that because they don't play as well or is it just because there aren't any huge dialogue scenes when it's such rapid storytelling with, as we said, the bite-sized episodes. But I, I think, you know, how exactly the story plays out is going to be a really interesting part of, of Daleks because, as you said, it's, I think it's five ten-minute episodes that are going to be on the Doctor Who YouTube channel, um, which does, again, feel like something of a throwback to uh, something like the the Infinite Quest from 2007, which was... 13 um very short episodes all about like sort of three to four minutes but then it was um also broadcast as a, as a compilation to make up one 45 minute episode so it, it seems to me as if like you know daleks could potentially be um released as a as you know an omnibus that would be you know kind of 50 50 minute one shot and so i mean that's just speculation on my part but it, it seems like something that could happen um going off past form and then so the story kind of has to work in that bite-sized format but it also has to work as sort of one story played across 50 minutes which i think is a, is a challenge so it'll be interesting to see how they tackle that as well definitely um but yeah i mean what do you think listeners um are you excited to see how daleks turns out um do you have your concerns about the animation style or are you just excited to see the mechanoids back uh, please let us know uh, in comments or at Radio Times on Twitter or wherever you want. There's loads of places to reach us. Um, we also have loads of details about Daleks on RadioTimes.com. We have a page about how you can watch it um, and news stories about the new releases and interview time with 
uh, Nick Briggs um, coming up soon, where we kind of get in a little bit more involved uh, with the whole process. Um, yeah, and we'll be back probably talking about Daleks very soon because um, it comes out on November 12th. We're going to try our best to um, review it, um, even if we just watch it on YouTube with the rest of you. Um, and yeah, hopefully it will live up to our sky high expectations. No pressure there. Um, apart from that, we should probably say our goodbyes. We'll be back next week with um, another uh, Doctor Who podcast from RadioTimes.com. We'll be going a bit spooky. Uh, in the lead up to Halloween. Uh, that's all the teas I'll give you. We're going a bit spooky. Uh, so you can enjoy that. And yeah, until then, I've been Hugh Fullerton. I've been Morgan Jeffrey. And this has been us saying goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>